tuning in for the third episode of my podcast. Today we are going to um, be speaking with Pastor Meroid Lynn Jr. Um, today we're going to be talking, focusing on the war within ourselves, which means the war within the community. Um, as we all know, there was a shooting that took place not too long ago here in Lancaster, South Carolina, um, where two were dead and eight were wounded. Um, and this actually was started on the New York Times. So when things start getting to the New York Times, you know, that's a, a big deal and that's a big issue. And we need to figure out something within our community um, to make things better. So we wanted to get a pastor's view on everything. So tonight, welcome Pastor Lynn. Thank you for having me. I'm nothing much, nothing much. Whitney, you're on the line as well. I am. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So tonight, Pastor, we just want to ask, um, you know, do you feel that the government has a big impact on the recent and local national and local massive shootings that have taken place? Yes, I do. I think uh, the government plays a big role in um, their approach to different issues and how they uh, relay their messages sends mixed signals a lot of times. Uh, it promotes racism, violence, uh, and they also uh, condone with some of, some of the things that's been happening. I think the government has a big part in it. Okay. Okay, you say like condoning. What would you say that the government would condone? Um, just the way they advertise things, the way they're allowing certain things to take place, or like new laws, or what would you mean in, in regards to condoning? Right, exactly. Um, the, the way they handle certain issues... Uh, it's not equally done, justly done. Uh, we see it all the time. Um, black and white, we see it all the time. And the government know that we're, we're dealing with a generation now that's been lost for over 50-something years. Some of them are unchurched, uh, have no fear for God. Uh, a lot of us now, from 50 and, and down, a lot of us fall into that category. Some of us made it through church. Uh, some of us was church. Uh, some of us was brought up in the right way. And there's a lot of, lot of that fell through the crack that didn't have the discipline. And we all have saw it. You know, some, some, our, even our own race wasn't raised the way we were raised in some of the generations. Um, and I do think that uh, the government so if they can put negativity out there, they know that the unchurched, uh, the undisciplined will gravitate to that. Um, and and, I, and I'm not going to say it's all the government fault because we as individuals play a, a role in it as well. Because this generation now that we're dealing with, this generation uh, Y that has followed X and Z, this generation that we're dealing with now uh, have attached themselves to what love them. If they're not shown love and nurturing at home, they're going to attach to whatever loves them first. And we wonder why they join gangs. We wonder why they have these type of friends. Because I tell young people all the time, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. So I, I do think a lot of it is uh, lack of, of discipline. Um, when we look at it from a government standpoint, can you still hear me, Justin? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Stop me at any point now. because right, This is a good subject for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, when we look at it from a church perspective what can we do from leadership number one the church failed 
The church have failed. The church have been found out. Why? Because they have found out that the church people are not true to themselves. They're not true to God. And when they see the church fussing, when they see the church arguing, when they see the church having disputes and can't get along, but supposed to be promoting love, joy, peace, and happiness, and we can't get along in the church, those that were unchurched will look at us and say, well, what, what need am I going to be going to church for if they're going to argue and do the same thing in church that we're doing out here? I'm, I'm looking for a better life. So I, I do think that the church has failed in that perspective uh, because the world has seen the church split. They've seen the church fight, act in ways that they question and say, why should I go to church? What can leadership do? So when the pastor, as myself, when we approach these young people, they have questions to make you scratch your head. You know, so um, as pastors, as leaders, what can we do when we are our backs up against the wall in our own community? What can we do? It's hard to uh, approach these young people when the parents can't even approach them. True. It's hard. Very true. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's nothing impossible for God, but it's hard when the church go to these young people, try to talk to them, and their parents are out doing what they want to do. They're not going to listen. So we, we got to find a, a, a medium to reach them. That's why this generation now is is gravitating to ele- elevation. These, mm-hmm. div- these different churches where there's no accountability, but there is lights, camera, and action. Mm-hmm. The young people like them lights, camera, and action. They can get in there, them lights get to flickering, and they, they can run a camera. That's where they need to be. That's where they feel they need to be because they're being appreciate it so it's, it's kind of hard for the church to do anything now but pray but pray that's true that's true so and that goes into our next question I think that Whitney has yes Pastor Lynn what are your thoughts on gun control within our community gun control within our community it's kind of hard to control them when the government put them out <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard uh, gun control is something that's out of control uh, putting a rifle in a young man's hand at the age of 7 years old and teaching him how to shoot I, I think that's uh, bad parenting you're, you're training your child to kill the gun control in the community it's, it's tough to control because see like I said the government's putting them out there it's tough to control uh, my thoughts on it is uh, make sure that your family is safe. Teach them about it. Inform them about it. Have community meetings about it. Even have someone come to church to talk about it. But to say we can control it, we'll never have control over. That's true. And you you feel like we'll never have control in regards to the government having, you know, allowing right. guns in the community. Yeah, they're allowing it. Um, and I think that's what the biggest fight with the uh, Republicans and Democrats right now, the whites and the blacks, because the whites don't want Democrats in there because they're going to take their their rifle or uh, their right to even have a gun now. That's what they're, that's what they're fighting in. When you back in the NR, NRA, I think that's what they call the NRA, mm-hmm. when, you, when the Republicans are backing them, getting money from them, 
they're going to allow these mass shootings to go on. But I, I think there should be an age limit to uh, to these guns. You're letting these kids get these guns 18 years old. I see it all the time. I, I think it's pathetic. I, th- I think you should be a grown man when you able to carry a gun. Uh, There's another thing I was going to say on, on that uh, in that respect as far as uh, the gun control. Uh, it is it's really out of control. I, I don't think we as a, a black generation, a black race, teach our kids that. Uh, I wasn't taught that. When I got my gun, I was a grown man. You know, uh, but these young uh, white kids, they get guns at a very early age. Um, But it's out of control. We can't get a hold of it. Uh, And it's tough. And we turn turn around, we're killing our very own. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it is bad that we were turning and killing our very own with the very guns that the government put out. Um, The shooting that just happened in Lancaster, uh, I, I'm very much attached to a lot of those people I know, and uh, it's hurtful to, to see these young people throwing their lives away that way. That's true. And do you feel like by this happening so close in Lancaster, do you feel like this should be a wake up call? Um, you know, do you feel like God, this was a wake up call from God um, for our society, for our community to kind of get together and, and make some things happen? Yes, he says those signs all the time, but a lot of times we know it. It'll hit home for a week or two weeks, a month. After that, we don't think nothing else about it. We don't protest. We don't march. Dr. King them marched. They gave up their life for the right to get their point across. But now it hurt for two weeks, maybe a month, and we won't, we won't do anything about it. But it is a sign from God that we really need to get a hold of our communities. Uh, churches need uh, uh, to get behind their pastors. The pastors need to be in the forefront and lead this pro- lead these different protests. Uh, kids coming up uh, missing as well as shootings. Uh, <clears throat> there's nothing done about it. And the government, and, and the government, the police officers, all know this. Mm-hmm. But the police officers, they have a job to do. They have a family too. They want to go home to their families. You got police officers now, they scared. They don't even want to do their job. They can't get anybody. They can cafeteria workers to be policemen now. Because they're afraid. So it's, it's, it's tough uh, <laughs> from a leadership standpoint of, of, of how we can, you know, uh, come together as a community. Um, we got to get serious about church. We got to get serious about our lives because uh, God has sent us many signs and he has said in his word that <clears throat> he's shown himself 10 times to us and yet we still have denied it. Um, all these shootings, forced to schools. This is true. And Pastor Lynn, I have another question. What do you think Yes. You speaking about the community, what do you think the church could do to assist within the community to stop the gun violence? What can we do as a church to assist? Um, we first of all we need to uh, host a uh, a gathering somewhere. If it's a gym revival, uh, host to put the guns down right in the heart of where it happens. 
put the guns down. We can host that and invite people to come have revival. Um, I've witnessed uh, Pastor Key up in Charlotte. He done it. Drugs, they turned their guns over. I mean, guns after guns after guns. Um, but we, uh, I really feel like <laughs> we don't have any boldness to do it. Um, but that'll be one way as a community we come together as host a put the gun down right. Hello? Yes, we're here. We can hear you. Okay. Okay. Yes, that's that's one way we come together as a community. Uh, uh, have a visual if you have to. Something something that will, will grasp the hearts of the people and say you can't wait till it's a month old and want to do it. You, you need to do it while the hearts are tender. Wow. When the hearts are tender, you can plant a seed that'll stay. But when they don't forgot about it, it's hard to get back into their heart because they just close themselves off. Right. You got to get them in the vulnerable. True. That's very true. So what? One other thing, you know, we wanted to actually pass the land. So with all of this happening, is there something um, you feel like, you know, in the community? Which I know you said the church could come together, do the church rally, um, the stop the guns rally. Um, do you feel like law enforcement could do something different or do you feel like they're doing everything that they can? Um, they possibly can do something different, but I think uh, that they are doing what they can with who they got. True. Um, who they got, they don't have any uh, top-notch detectives, top-notch cops. Like I said, they got they got police that donut shop. You know, uh, they don't have anyone that's that's highly trained. They they taking in and everybody they can get, and these people that they're hiring are not gentle. Uh Some of them not saved. Some of them are still racist. Some of them don't care. Some of them just need a check. So uh, there are some things that they could do. Uh, possibly something different. They could have a different approach. If the cops will get behind the community, get behind the churches, I think that will be a, uh, a big coming together a big uh, uh, bringing the people together to put these guns down. And another thing I think that uh, since we're on that line, I think what will help um, these children don't have anything to do around here in these small towns. There's nothing to do. Uh, they've shut just about everything down. They don't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. They have to turn to crime and violence against one another. Um, we, I, I see it all the time. They, they can put up something where these kids can Train and educate themselves for as being an athlete or academic, somewhere where they can go and get extra training to, to exceed to the next level. Teach them about uh, this, uh, train them to be a better athlete to get to the next level. I think that will take the focus off their minds of doing wrong or crimes or violence against one another to being uh, successful, grown young men and women. So there's nothing to do if, if the community. Uh, the county, the city, the state to bring something different, I think that would help. Perfect, perfect. Well, we want to thank you for definitely calling in tonight um, to go over, you know, what to do when we are at a war within ourselves. Um, I can say that we learned a lot from you um, in regards to just, you know, we as people taking control of the situation. Um, so we definitely appreciate you for calling in. Now, where can listeners um, come hear you at on Sundays? 
And do you have any social media pages where listeners can follow you? Um, I have Facebook, email. Um, you can find me at 96 Media Street, Great Falls, South Carolina, in the Mifford community. Uh, service starts at 11, Sunday at 10 15. Um, come join us. Awesome, awesome. Well, we thank you for calling in, Pastor. And like I say, you you enlighten a lot of people tonight, and we appreciate you for just calling in and giving us your your viewpoint as a pastor on these tragedies that are happening within the community. 